Hi, and welcome to the Small Business Marketing Podcast. My name is Matthew Lucci, and I'm the president of Extemp Consulting, a marketing company that specializes in helping small businesses and startups with their marketing plans and social media. In today's episode, we're talking marketing channels for 2020 into 2021. Let's jump right in. As we're getting to the end of and moving into the next year, um, there are some marketing channels that have proven more helpful over the last year dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, um, where marketing has become a lot more digital than it used to be. Um, and traditional media hasn't been as successful in the last five to 10 years anyway. So what we're gonna be focusing on in today's episode is what marketing channels are and what some of the more promising marketing channels are as we move into the next year. Now, what is a marketing channel? Essentially, a marketing channel is the way that you get your message out to your customers and potential customers. This is television, this is radio, social media, um, Google searches, Bing searches, um, things like that. Basically, it's the medium which you're using to convey uh, your message. Now, the first one of these that I really want to talk to you today about is social media, because this is something that um, I deal in all the time at Extemp Consulting. Um, it has also proven to be really big for startups and younger companies because it allows you to reach a much younger demographic. Um, greater than 70% of people now receive all or most of their news through social media, including Facebook, which makes it a great place to expose them, your potential customers, to your product or service, and also to be able to connect with them for the first time. It's much more interactive than other forms of media. Um, now for this, what you wanna focus on is not necessarily your sales component, but building up a relationship with your followers. If you're a new business, a smaller business, uh, or a startup, this is going to be people who probably know you personally. And that's what you're going to start with. That's who you're going to invite um, to follow your page, like your Instagram, uh, your Facebook, whatever it is. Um, basically, if people want to purchase a product, they'll head over to your site. But if they want to know more about you and your company, they'll head over to social media. And that's why for a lot of companies, it's important to have a strong social media presence. Engaging with your followers, commenting, um, replying to comments, posting, engaging um, material on your pages, um, pictures, videos, things like that, things that pique people's attention. Um, this is sometimes referred to as content marketing. And I'll get into content marketing later on as well. Um, but it's very important moving into 2021, um, that small businesses and startups make use of the social media space, whether it be TikTok, which got really big this last year, whether it be something like Facebook, which has been around for a while, whether it be Parler, which is just opening itself up, um, I think is going to be a big space moving into, um, into 2021 to really allow certain brands to make a name for themselves. Um, and it operates a lot like Twitter. Now, what you're going to be wanting to think about is having some level of transparency so that people can connect with your brand, connect with you as individuals through your company's social media, 
but you also want to be professional. Um, your social media is reflective of your brand. Wendy's um, is a great example where they shirk a lot of the professional responsibility. And um, it's basically all their social media is dissing other people and making jokes and things like that. And it's helped them to build up that type of brand loyalty there. Um, because it's funny and it's out there and it's edgy. Um, but you have to choose what's right for you in the image of your brand. What kind of branding do you want? And your social media should reflect that. And that includes choosing the right platforms of social media to be on um, in the first place. Some social media sites are much more business oriented. Some are um, much more oriented to individuals. Um, some are easier to get people to follow you. And it's going to depend whether you want to be running ads, whether you want everything to be organic, um, and what kind of brand recognition that you want. That is what goes into um, choosing and setting up your social media profiles. And they should be pretty consistent across the board. Your branding should be the same. Your logo should be the same um, as what's on the website. And you should link all of them to one another and all of them to your website so that your followers can also follow you on other social media platforms that they have to be on. And if they want to buy your good or service, they know exactly where to go. Next um, is email marketing. Now, you probably heard email marketing before. Um, if you run your own business, you've probably received hundreds, if not thousands of emails from B2B companies, business to business companies, trying to market some good or service to you. But here's the thing. How many times have you actually opened those? Even if it's just a small percentage, even if it's 5%, it's free to market out to these people. Um, there are a lot of great software packages or um, websites that you can pay subscription fees to that will allow you to email market. Um, but what I want to talk about is whether you go with something like that, whether you go with something like a MailChimp or any of those type of companies, um, that you understand the very basics here. And the first is you want to personalize it as much as possible. Um, if something has your name on it, you're more likely to open it, even if it's from a company. Um, if there's some offer involved with it, 20% um, off, 30% off, um, a timely offer, some sort of um, deadline on there, you're more likely to open it because there's a sense of urgency behind it and there's a sense that you might be getting something out of it. Um, and what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to keep it relatively short and sweet so that when people do open it, they don't have to dig through blocks of text to figure out what the email's about. Some people recommend sending um, videos or sending um, pictures. These don't always come through uh, due to ad blockers and um, just spam filters and things like that. So if you're going to have images and things in there, keep it short, keep it sweet, make the image have a little bit of text on there um, and really make it pop and make sure that the um, image isn't absolutely necessary. Because if it's absolutely necessary to understand the email, then if their ad blocker hides the image from somebody, uh, you still want to be able to see um, what that information is before disabling an ad blocker or something like that. And make sure that your subject line 
really stands out and gives people a reason to click. There's plenty of places online um, that be able to help you out with choosing a subject line for email marketing. But essentially, you don't want it to look like spam. Um, you want to be somewhat personable. You want it to kind of bring people in. Maybe there's an action item in the subject line. Um, keep it short and sweet, but try to add value and then incite some sense of urgency, like limited time only, or, hey, I need your opinion. This will just take a minute. Or, hey, please respond to this in the next three days. Something along those lines. And then when people dive in, they'll see the rest of your email. Um, another marketing channel is your website itself. Now, a lot of people don't think of the website as a marketing channel, but in reality, it's where most people go to buy things these days. If you're marketing a good or service, before they even call you, they've probably looked at your website. So you have to make sure that your website is clean, consistent, straightforward. There are links um, on the extent consulting.com website that'll be able to show you some common mistakes that a lot of website developers make um, when constructing websites for small businesses and startups. Make sure that you avoid things like that. Um, I'll make sure to add a link to that post in the description for this podcast so you can go right there at the end of this. But essentially what you want to do is you want to make sure it's very easy to get around your website and that the information that a customer is going to need to move down the sales funnel, that's readily available to them. You want to make sure it's clean cut. And you also want to be looking at the analytics through Google Analytics to figure out what pages people are landing on and where they're going once they're on your site. Um, are they going in the direction that you want them to go to ultimately lead them to give you a call, shoot you an email, sign up to your um, email marketing list, whatever it is. You need to know what your goals are with your website and design your website in such a way as to lead your customers down that sales funnel. Now, um, a fourth channel that I'm going to discuss for you today is that of uh, pay-per-click marketing. Now, this happens on Google. This happens on Facebook. This happens um, on Twitter to some extent. But essentially, these are ads. Um, that you pay for, you design, you construct, and then you bid with Google, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to have those ads shown as people either Google something, um, and these will be the top four or five results up there, they're paid ads, um, or with Facebook, they'll just be as people scroll. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Now, you want these to be targeted to people who are likely to be looking for your good or service anyway. Um, with Google, you choose set keywords in the realm that people want to um, want to be looking for. So like if someone is looking for um, taxidermied frogs or taxidermied owls, um, and you happen to be a place that does taxidermy in the city of Fort Worth, then what you want to do is you want to get um, an ad together and work with Google, work with Facebook. They're like, okay, anytime someone searches taxidermy and they're in Fort Worth, please show my ad. Um, and that way it's relevant to whatever it is that you want to go with. Now there's a lot more that we can talk about and there'll be another 
full episode just on pay-per-click marketing. But essentially, you don't pay anything um, unless someone actually clicks on your ad. And that's the great thing about this sort of thing because it leads them down the sales funnel. And if they don't take the next step, which is presumably to go to your website, that they don't, um, that Google doesn't pay anything to you or doesn't charge you anything. Um, whereas Facebook, you pay per placement usually. Um, the fifth and final one that I wanted to talk to you about today is um, content marketing and search engine optimization. A lot of this has to do with your website um, and designing content for your website um, that offers value. For instance, some content that we put out are these weekly podcasts. We also have some blog posts on the Extemp Consulting website. Um, that is some content that offers value to small business owners and uh, startup entrepreneurs. And that's the first thing that you wanna do. You wanna offer value um, so that your customers or potential customers can get something usually for free um, that interests them and, and benefits them. When they see a certain amount of value, they want to continue to go back to your website to get more of that content. Um, however, if it's a popular search for a one-time thing, they might not mess around on the rest of your website. For example, if you are a plumbing company and someone just searches uh, leaky pipes or something like that, um, and you have a quick fix that they can do it for themselves at home, that's great, but they're probably not ever going to come back after that. Um, unless you have a YouTube channel or something where you have consistent um, new content to help them solve other problems. Um, so know your audience there and be strategic about what you put out there. Um, for example, everything that we do for this podcast is specific to what you're going to need for your own small business marketing and things like that. We understand that not everyone can do that um, themselves. Um, and that's where the company that I run, Extemp Consulting, um, really comes in as we help to fill those gaps. But we understand that for a lot of these startup entrepreneurs and small business owners, a lot of that does have to be in-house because they're on such tight budgets. And that's why we wanna help and we wanna help fill the gaps even if, um, these customers, potential customers, aren't actually paying customers yet. Um, but we want to be strategic to give them what they need and not overwhelm them. Um, another thing to consider is you should be probably using multiple distribution channels. And this means if you have uh, YouTube or if you have Spotify, a lot of you are watching this on Spotify or listening to this on Spotify, um, it's also available on the website. or um, it's available, say, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or something along those lines. If that's the type of content that you're doing, like a podcast, have it in multiple places. If it's a video, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, put it on um, YouTube, put it on your website so that people can get to the content wherever they normally get their content. That's how they connect with you. Like I've talked before, um, marketing is about meeting customers where they are at these customer touch points where they can come into contact with your business and making sure that those are the best interactions that they could possibly have with your brand.
So there you go. There's an overview of five different marketing channels that are going to be um, really key for building up your business coming through the rest of the COVID-19 pandemic into 2021 and beyond. Thanks for joining me today for this episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast. Please follow Extemp Consulting on social media and check out the website for more tips on marketing for your small business. Until next time, I'm Matthew Lucci, and I'll see you next week for another episode of the Small Business Marketing Podcast. Thank <laughs> you.